Okay, let's get it. It is Locked on LSU, your team every day. I'm Matt Moscona, ESPN Radio, Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Alexandria, CST, and right here for the Locked on LSU podcast, a day where college football fans, at least uh, three-fifths of the major conference college football fans, are celebrating because it appears as though uh, a college football season this fall has been salvaged. Uh, let me catch you up, and I know we are locked on LSU, but obviously this is uh, all-encompassing because everything now as it pertains to college football involves everyone, certainly including LSU. So what we learned on Tuesday is that the Big Ten and the Pac-12 opted out of a fall football season. And what we were waiting on was word from the other major conferences. Well, the SEC and the ACC, as expected, are aligned and remain aligned with their desire to move forward. Both commissioners of the SEC and the ACC released statements on uh, on Tuesday confirming their position. For the SEC, Greg Sankey, his statement read, I look forward to learning more about the factors that led to the Big Ten and Pac-12 leadership to take these actions today. I remain comfortable with a thorough and deliberate approach that the SEC and our 14 members are taking to support a healthy environment for our student-athletes. We will continue to further refine our policies and protocols for a safe return to sports as we monitor developments around COVID-19 in a continued effort to support, educate, and care for our student-athletes every day. So, that was the word from Greg Sankey. As far as ACC Commissioner John Swafford, uh, he released a similar statement. It reads, the ACC will continue to make decisions based on medical advice, inclusive of our medical advisory group, local and state health guidelines, and do so in a way that appropriately coincides with our university's academic missions. The safety of our student-athletes, staff, and overall campus community will always be our top priority, and we are pleased with the protocols being administered on our 15 campuses. They include Notre Dame. We will continue to follow our process that has been in place for months and has served us well. We understand the need to stay flexible and be prepared to adjust as medical information and the landscape evolves. So, SEC, ACC in, Big Ten, Pac-12 out. That left the Big 12. And if you recall what Greg Sankey told Dan Patrick on Tuesday morning that we shared with you yesterday was that the SEC could play alone, but really what you could do in life isn't always what you should do, and I'm paraphrasing. But if a majority of the Power Five were still in, and then a majority of the Group of Five were still in, with likely the Sun Belt, the Conference USA, and the American Athletic Conference all falling in line with what the SEC and ACC elected to do, then you'd still have a majority of the FBS playing. And the Big 12 has decided that they will, in fact, move forward with their college football season this fall. A vote of their university presidents uh, came to that decision on Tuesday evening, and the Big 12 has now released a statement, Bob Bowlesby, the commissioner of the Big 12, which really is, of all of the three statements, the one that is the most pointed. Bob Bowlesby, the commissioner of the Big 12, said, quote, ultimately, our student-athletes have indicated their desire to compete in the sports they love, and this season, and it's up to all of us to deliver a safe, 
medically sound and structured academic and athletic environment for accomplishing that outcome. This comes at a time where Pac-12 and Big Ten student-athletes are very vocally lashing out at their respective administrators for their inability to create exactly what Bob Bowlesby described there, a safe, medically sound, and structured academic and athletic environment for accomplishing that outcome. The bottom line is, barring some very intense change between now and the start of the projected season on September the 26th, there's going to be a fall football season that's going to include six of the 10 FBS leagues. Of course, the Big Ten, Pac-12, the Mountain West, and the MAC are all out, but the others that we just went through are in, and you will have a majority of the FBS playing this fall as we move along. Uh, the Big 12's structure for a schedule, they'll play a conference schedule, and they're plus one, and their plus one will have to play be played before September the 26th. So the, non- the conference season will start September the 26th, their lone non-conference game will have to be played before that date. So the Big 12 will kick off before the SEC and the ACC. We will certainly um, stay abreast of all of these developments. Now, the Big 10 is out, and I had a chance to visit with former LSU head coach Jerry DiNardo, who's now with the Big 10 Network, about that decision. You'll hear that conversation when we come back here on the Locked on LSU podcast, which is brought to you by Rock Auto, all the parts your car will ever need. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. Make sure you tell rockauto.com that Locked On sent you, and it's such a convenient way if you're a do-it-yourselfer, if you're a tinkerer, if you love to work on your car, or if you're restoring an old car, or if you know someone who is, make sure you tell them about Rock Auto, rockauto.com. The website layout could not be easier. On the left side of the homepage, you'll see every make of any vehicle that you could possibly imagine from Ford to Ferrari and everything in between. And then you just tap the make, year, model, part you're looking for, and boom, it'll narrow it down and it searches right there. If you want motor oil, they can send you motor oil as well if you change your own oil. RockAuto.com. Again. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We continue Locked On LSU, your team every day. The Big Ten became the first Power Five league to opt out of a fall season. Jerry DiNardo, former LSU coach, who's now a Big Ten Network analyst, was good enough to join me to give his reaction to talk about what's next and certainly what's next for a school like Nebraska, which has been very vocal about their desire to play this football season. But we start with Coach's reaction. I was surprised. Uh, I knew it was coming, but when I knew, when I found out it was coming yesterday or the day before, I was surprised. I thought the plan for the fall was good. I thought spring was a good backup. I thought they were going to give the fall a little bit more time 
Uh, and for some reason, and Matt, I think the only thing we can think of, and I've been saying this all day, I said it on the network, you know, we know it's for health reasons, but we don't know the specifics. And I think until they're more specific with the information, you know, people are still going to say, you know, why did we take this approach? But it is what it is. A better spring ball than no ball. Uh, and, you know, we're just going to have to take it a week at a time now. I want to talk a little bit about some of the spring logistics. We'll get to that in a second. But a, f- a few more things. Did um, did you think that the opinion might change around the league because of the momentum that appeared to be created yesterday? I didn't think it would change enough, Matt. I've just been on too many college campuses. When presidents get involved with athletics and they're not involved in a day-to-day basis, and when athletic directors make a lot of visits to the president's office, uh, things seem to move in a direction that it's hard to anticipate. So uh, I didn't think this was going to be in the coach's hands or the athletic director's hands. This was going to be in the president's and the medical profession professional's hands. And I didn't think, you know, the players could stop it, nor the coaches. Mm. You, this has been a pretty... Um an interesting learning experience for a lot of fans to see how the the power structure in college football works. Would you agree with that? I would. Yeah, it's um I'm I'm fascinated by how the the players who are essentially the ones that that are trying to be protected here that their voice wasn't loud enough. As a coach, uh, if you put on your coach's hat, how might you have handled yesterday? when when so much was developing and you saw a lot of those coaches fighting to play? I would have handled it just like most of the coaches. You, you, you don't go against your team. I, I mean, I knew, if I was in coaching, I would I, I would say, hey, I'll do everything to support you guys. I appreciate missing out. The only thing I might do different, Matt, is I might tell them, look, guys, I, I'm, I'm with you 100%, but my experience tells me we can't turn this thing around. And if the presidents want to do something, they're going to do it, okay? And, 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 if they, and if they have the cover of health, you have no counter-argument to that. And so, but I'll, I'm full speed ahead. Let's write something up. I'm with you. I'll take your side. But I was, I'd be realistic with them. Mm-hmm. I, I would have told them, hey, this, 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 is, this is an uphill battle, guys. I believe in the NIL. I believe in... No penalty transferred. I, I believe in, in, you should be able to go in the draft anytime you want. I, I am big time that college athletics, college athletes are getting a raw deal when it comes to the finances. And, you, you know, everybody in the stadium wearing a Joey Burrow uh, jersey and, and he doesn't get any money for it. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's wrong. And so they would also know that part of me. But I'm telling you, Matt, the president. It's just, it's a different level, and uh, a lot of them don't understand some of the things that go on. What do you do with Nebraska, and what does Nebraska do? Well, what they do, I don't know. And I think that uh, when you're in a conference, you ought to be a good teammate. I think you ought to be a good partner. I, I do this thing every Saturday. I won't do it this fall. Matt, end zone to end zone. I walk two and a half minutes 
with a coach, a player, an athletic director. A couple of years ago, I went end zone, end zone with the great Tom Osborne. And I asked him about being a, uh, in, in Washington, D.C. as a representative. I asked him about different things. And one of the questions was about the move to the Big Ten. And Tom Osborne turned to me, and I competed against Tom. I go back, way back with Tom. And he said to me, Jerry, he said, we had nowhere to go. The Pac-12 was raiding the Big 8. They didn't want us. Uh, I can't remember the whole story that he told me. He said, we had to join the Big 10, and we were really happy they were there. Mm. And now, because they're not playing football, they've got to be good teammates. They have to be good partners. The money that the Big Ten conference schools are getting is the same as the SEC conference schools are getting. No other school is making the money that the SEC and the Big Ten schools are making. And because because the commissioner says we can't play or the president says we can't play, they're going to go play on their own? Are they going to play the spring schedule too? I mean, are, the next time they disagree with something, are they going to say I'm not following that recruiting rule? I think if you're in a conference, you can argue as much as you want when the door's closed. But when that door's opened up, if you're not a good partner, if, if, if you're not a good teammate, I don't think it reflects well on you. Mm. Jerry DiNardo is with us. He's on Twitter at Jerry DiNardo, Big Ten Network analyst. A couple more. I, I mentioned I want to talk about spring. So, Coach, is this feasible, like to actually put together a spring football season? Okay, Matt. So I've been looking at this for about a month. Okay, so... Here's how I started. I looked at the national championship game and when those schools would have started spring practice. I think I maybe looked at Ohio State and added the week because they lost in the semis to, to Clemson. But I, if I remember right, it's 130, it was 136 days between Ohio State's last game or if they would have been in the national championship game until spring practice. So I said, okay, now it's a little different because it's, 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 not, it's not a fall and fall back to back. So I said, if we agree that we will not get to be back to normal until the fall of 2022, if that's our goal, be back to normal in, in 2022, then let's play either 16 to 20 games the spring of 21 and the fall of 21. So let's go with 20 because the math's easier, okay? Right. So we have to figure out a spring schedule where you play 10 games and then we give the team – probably not as much time as they ordinarily would have between the next season. But Matt, remember this, not everyone is going to be a starter in the second 2021 season. That was a starter in the, two, the first 2021 season. Mm -hmm. In other words, like Urban Meyer uses the pitch count. Like if a kid plays a thousand snaps, he doesn't scrimmage in the spring. If a kid's played 2000 snaps, he, he, Something else happens to him in the spring. So our coaches have become so smart about not beating the hell out of their own team, right? Yeah. So how many players are going to be starters in the spring 2021 team and the fall 2021 team? If there's a lot of them, let's look at a pitch count. Let's say to the let's say to the player, you can't play until October of the second season. Is it bizarre? Is it off out of the box? Yes, it is. But it's better than not playing anything. So can we play spring of 21 and fall of 21? Absolutely. Maybe it's six games in the spring of 21 and 10 games in, in the fall of 21. Let's get back to normal in 2022. That's realistic. So let's look at that whole period of time 
and get somewhere between 16 and 20 games in those two seasons. Are are you hearing that fall of 21 is not plausible to, to be back to, quote, normal? Well, that's my terminology, Matt, because I'm not giving up on the spring of 21. Got it. If you're giving up on the spring of 21, we have every reason to be back to normal in 2021. Got yes. it. Got it. But, but the but the money, Matt. I, I mean, I mean the ads are they're going to be laying people off. They're going to be firing people. I mean, remember this business model. It you may have twenty six revenue streams, twenty six sports. Only two of them make money. You know, it's like having a restaurant. No one orders one of the items, and you still you still have it on the menu. I mean, it doesn't make any money. Mm-hmm. And and so what we've seen is a faulty business model come crashing down and we need that spring of 21 if we want to keep some other sports and do some other things understood so so just to clarify so your point was you gotta have you can't ask players to play a full fall of 21 if you're going to play in the spring that's what i believe so cut back the spring Shorten the spring. Try to get ten games in fall of twenty twenty. The twenty twenty one season might start in October, Matt. Got it. You know, if it's you, you just got to play with that space of time, and you got to go to the calendar and cross off where it says uh, June and make it September. I mean, that's what I'm doing. I'm yeah. trying to figure out this calendar so that we give the players enough time in between. But every player is not going to start in both of those seasons. Many thanks again to Coach Jerry Dinardo for his time. We are less than a day away. Uh, midnight, at the stroke of midnight, the new BuiltBar.com goes live. You can go right now to BuiltBar.com, and you'll see the countdown to the new Built Bar. As I look at it, as I record right now, 15 hours, 3 minutes, 50 seconds away. But at midnight, when we flip to Thursday, uh, here uh, the 13th, of August, the new BuiltBar.com will be live. The new Built Bar, you can go see a video there at BuiltBar.com explaining the six new flavors, 18 and all, even better tasting, even better macros. What a time to get by Built Bar. If you have not yet joined this movement, do it now. It's going to be an exciting day on Thursday, and you can order yours at BuiltBar.com, the best-tasting protein bar in the world with six new flavors coming at midnight, BuiltBar.com. Get yours, BuiltBar.com, and be sure to tell them Locked On sent you. Wrapping up another edition of the Locked On LSU podcast, your team every day. Please subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so yet. Uh, what a common garden variety Tuesday for Ed Ogeron. You know, being mentioned by the President of the United States and all. The people in that sport, it's just like, like incredible people. And, you know, like some of the coaches, like Nick Saban and, and uh, Coach O, they're just great people. And they want to play football. And they know better than anyone else. People don't realize it's a tiny percentage of people that, that get sick. president was a guest on Outkick the Coverage with uh, Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio lobbying for college football season, which ultimately it looks like among most of the FBS and Power Five, will in fact happen as we've discussed. But then Ed Ocheron was the guest on Fox News, and he mentioned the president uh, mentioning him. It makes me proud. I love President Trump. He treated us very well when we went to the White House. I think he's doing a fantastic job. Look, I don't think Ed Ocheron's a political guy, but he understands important allegiances, just like how he's befriended 
Louisiana Governor John Bell Edwards, who, of course, is a, a Democratic governor and the president is a Republican. So I don't, I don't think Ed Ozorn is, is drawing um, political lines in the sand. I think he just understands the, the significance of having the governor or the president of the United States in your corner, and he does. Uh, speaking of that interview on Fox News, Ed Ogeron sang a familiar chorus, which we've heard a lot, but it's important when you step out of your bubble, Not no no COVID pun intended, but your, your LSU football or college football bubble into a different platform of Fox News with a different audience, and you say this about your players. We always will. And listen, I have my son, Cody, is playing at McNeese. And I want him to play, and I know it's going to be safe. So I want my own son to play, and we talk about it all the time. And we talk to our parents, and I, I turned on the TV last night. Our parents were being interviewed by the news, and they're telling them, hey, listen, our players are safer at LSU when they come home. We believe in Coach O. We believe in Shelly. We believe in Jack. We believe in uh, Dr. Kenny O'Neill that they're going to have the best care, and our players want to play. And uh, we do believe that we need to play. And I do believe that at the end, they're going to see that the medical people can tell us we can play. We're going to compete for our players. The players have said they want to play. Players' parents are comfortable with them playing. The coaches want to coach, and administrators are committed to putting together a plan to allow players to safely as possible execute this season. What more are we waiting on? Apparently just September the 26th now. And it looks like LSU is going to be able to tee it up and kick it off in Tiger Stadium next month. We'll certainly be counting you down to it right here on the Locked on LSU podcast, your team every day.